1: it's the suit's birthday, let's celebrate at Brewer's Outlet. Whoever thought you'd hear that. But we encourage you at bre- bre- Brewer's Outlet. In fact, you know what? You can celebrate this weekend at home, the suit's birthday, courtesy of Brewer's Outlet. And what's really cool is he doesn't have to be there. What do you think?
0: S-U-I-T, that spells suit, Da.
1: Boy, have I come up with the solution of all solutions. All right. Imports to message microbrews. Best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water soft drinks. Snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. Pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. Six great flavors of slushies, all at Brewer's Outlet. Reagan Street in Sunbury. The Beverage Supermarket. Time now for our play by play call of the day.
0: He kicks the pitch. Swing and a drive. Deep right field. Wow. It's going to go, and this game <laughs> is over. It
1: is a walk off grand slam for Brad Miller, and the Phillies have won it.
0: Ace. Stunning end here at Citizens Bank Park as Brad Miller reaches home plate. The Phillies celebrate a walk-off grand slam.
1: And that gets them to 500. Great moment called by Scott Franski yesterday. They are three and a half back, and the Mets just acquired Javi Baez. The Yankees are eight and a half back. And they acquired Rizzo and Joe uh, Gallo, right? There you go. Right now, the Yankees' chances are rank- making the postseason. I sit there like, I think this stuff is such garbage, but 21%. According to the projections, like, I hate this stuff, but I only said it because it w- I knew it would make you feel bad. All right, so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it's still about right, right about now. Like I said, the moves they made have been good, but I don't know if it still gets them over the top. I don't. If you give me another good arm, starting arm, then I think they can make a run. But as of right now, I think they may just come up a little bit short. They'll hit the ball better.
1: Well, I But there's they still plenty of roll- holes on this team. They rolled the race out against Tampa Bay the other day. I thought you got your thirty-six million there. All right, so that <laughs> <but now> we.
2: The <laughs> Red Sox didn't do too hot either yesterday. A reminder. I remind
1: Just kidding. I play. Their race doesn't make thirty-six million. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's a good point.
1: I mean, the problem is not with Garrett Cole, who I think's had a really good career. He's heck of a pitcher. It's just the thirty-six million is so. Up. Obnoxiously high. <laughs> I think you, when you're getting, making thirty six million, you got to expect the dude goes out and is really good every night out, even though it's impossible. All right, the king is here. Hi. The, the, the king. Guess what? You have another relative.
3: Oh, congratulations!
1: Megan and Andrew. Megan had the what? baby yesterday afternoon. Little boy, Lincoln.
3: Lincoln. Great, Lincoln, what a cool name
1: Lincoln James Beard
3: What a cool name well, I said it's a very American name uh, That's a very American name
1: They picked that name They picked that name months ago We've known about the name for months But she didn't want us, us to say anything about it So none of us did So
3: but yeah. Now batting for the Boston Red Sox Lincoln Steve Jones' son
1: <laughs> <The> Grandson <laughs>
3: Hey, sports guru, (laughs) what year were the Red Sox 14 games up going into September on the Yankees and the Yankees won the World Series?
1: 1978? It was actually 14 (laughs) games up at the All-Star break, not September. It was the All-Star break. Don't the Yankees out yet. Absolutely no. In fact, the Yankees took a three-game lead with two weeks to play and the Red Sox caught them (laughs) forced the playoff
3: life is good So loving these Olympics I have watched every sport I never knew existed I've watched skateboarding uh, ping pong you know they hit, they call it a shuttlecock a birdie in badminton, 150 miles an hour
1: I know
3: it's amazing, some of these sports are really cool Rugby, Rugby's only two seven-minute halves. But, man, they kill each other for seven minutes.
1: Yeah, they do. Yeah, last volleyball. night, uh, in the broadcast booth for the Spikes, because I've had games the last three nights. So I, at home, here at home, I've only watched an hour and a half. On Last Sunday night, I watched the qualifying for women's gymnastics. That was it. I haven't watched anything else at home.
3: In How the about the booth? Alaskan girl who won the swimming?
1: Yeah, no, that's neat. I didn't see it, but it was neat. Oh, man, that it. was
3: a sports moment for me. And absolutely, you know how yet? I will never forget where I was when that girl won it. Because all they did was talk about the girl, Lily, and the yeah, girl Lily that she King. was, the, her nemesis. One was the reigning gold medalist, and one was the reigning world champion. And meanwhile, this girl was like three you know, three rows down and she wins the freaking gold medal. They didn't even talk about her. And all of a sudden the announcer says, Oh my gosh, look who's in first place And she yeah. wins it. And they showed her her uh friends at home in the classroom jumping up and down and they got like one pool in Alaska. So, That's a really cool good one. one. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, there was, she, they have one Olympic pool out there, and this yeah. girl was the world champion. Though, great story, great story. And when she won, she turned around and she looked at the scoreboard. And she, you could read her lips. She goes, "Oh wow!" And she, even though she won, she just wanted the medal. And she saw her yeah. name on top, and she was like, "Holy crap! I won!" <laughs> so a sports yeah. moment for me I just enjoyed it to death I totally admire Simone Biles and I wish other athletes would do what she did I you know I think some of these athletes the soccer players the basketball players should step aside and give somebody else a chance you know it's super I love Sue Bird. she does not belong on the Olympic team anymore along with Tarazi, that you've won four gold medals. It's somebody else's turn, you know. We don't need to win that bad. That let, don't tell me Sue Bird's the best point guard in America. She's not. So She's 40 years old. Just my opinion from the left, from the right. I'm on the, on the right. Except for that idiot who uh, <laughs> took over for Rush Limbaugh. My God, what a moron. I will never listen to that program, ever. So, Get the lingerie
1: on thing? the deck. Call the janitor. <laughs> I have no idea who he's talking
3: about. Did you about. hear what he said about Simone Biles? No, I have not. Oh, my God, it was awful. She's a traitor. She's a this. She's a psycho. How could we stand to watch these little four foot ten Russian girls walk around with a smile on their face because of her? What would happen if Michael Jordan did this? I don't know, but what would happen
1: well the nba is a, is to me is a lot different than an olympic competition a lot
3: professional different. sports is different they get paid okay.
1: Because right, you're not making a, any you, money. You sign a contract in professional sports.
0: And yeah, you, and you
3: have people paying big money to watch you play every night. Right, buying exactly. season tickets and buying, you know, they That's have different. a stake in it. You know, hey, I paid a lot of money to watch you not, play.
1: Not the Olympics. Not the Olympics, though. No, I mean, this it's,
3: girl, so, my God, so. if she falls on her head, she'll never walk again.
1: Exactly. Well, exactly. whatever.
3: Okay, I'm no, all No, I done agree
1: complaining. with you. I agree with Life you. Life is good. We'll come back with more in a moment on the Life is Good Tour brought to you by Brewer's Outlet on News Radio 1070 WK, okay. Headlines for the week.
2: Let's get it going with the King.
3: Okay. Oh, by the way, I got another app. Well I'm up to two abs now you can see. Pretty cool. (laughs) My wife is going nuts. Can't keep her off me. That's excellent.
1: (laughs) That's really a lot of information I didn't need, but that's great.
3: (laughs) Okay. I'm going. I know not the most popular team, but I got a reason for it. To the New England Patriots. What will happen to Mac Jones if he has another meltdown of practice? Mac Jones had a meltdown of practice because he went two for nine throwing and had to be consoled. Now to find out that he had temper issues when he was down with Alabama. So he went from Superman to winning a national championship to almost winning a Heisman Trophy to going to New England and having the press there saying he has mental illness (laughs) so it's like is was he the proper pick for the patriots to make and do you pick a number one quarterback who played on a team that was men against boys and really never got challenged and now he's going to be in the nfl with monsters chasing him so I want to see what's going to happen to him next week. He's got Cam Newton trying to console him, and its I think the Patriots made a bad choice. Uh,
2: no offense. That's not a good role model to try to console you when you have belt downs. Who,
3: who Cam? Yes.
2: That is some <laughs> locker room that, that Belichick's got to deal with now.
3: Yeah. That escalated I mean, they, quickly. Got pro- I think the Patriots got big problems. Big problems. So. Okay, then. They brought in a lot of people to throw to, and they have nobody to throw it to them. But you can't be having meltdowns in your second NFL practice, you know, with nobody chasing you. Wait till they put the pads on. Holy mackerel, what what happens now? I I just, Alabama, some of these big program quarterbacks never mount to anything in the NFL because they're never challenged in college. So we'll see what happens. Oh I got, man.
2: Steve.
1: Uh, there won't be a no hitter next week. <laughs>
3: <laughs> did you study for that?
1: <laughs> uh, no, I did not. I just kind of making it up as I go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just making it up as I go.
3: Did you look up to see whether Big Brother? Oh did the Olympics oh,
1: I did pretty not. hard to do um, because
3: the Olympics are on like four channels so
1: right um,
2: they have been down though about, the ratings
1: how about this story by the way just as a side story for everybody this is legit Quinn Ewers who is the number one overall recruit in the country based on somebody's list because everybody has a list none of them are accurate but everybody has a list says he is leaning towards skipping his senior year of high school and attending Ohio State. Ewers could then sign name, image, and likeness deals worth nearly seven figures, which right now are not allowed for Texas high school students.
3: You throw money into stuff, it will destroy everything. I think it's wrong paying these guys anything. Anything at all. That's what
1: Matt's been saying about me on this show for years.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know what today is? You don't know what today is, do you? Matt, I'm totally hurt. You wouldn't know. Okay. It's my five year anniversary on your show.
2: Ah, I did not know that.
3: Yeah. Today.
2: Well, happy anniversary to
3: this today. Wow, it's a really big day. You, you, you've made Thanks. the show better. I think it's a shame I had to bring it up myself.
1: <laughs> what, what made you think that we were going to bring it up at the end of the segment?
3: I knew you wouldn't. Don't even go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy
2: five-year anniversary here on oh, the show. I'm, I'm thrilled, so, It is so. always a pleasure to have you join us every Friday.
1: By the way... <laughs> By the way, the other news note is the Big 12 held an athletic director call this morning. The sentiment in the league, according to sources, is not panicking and sticking together. There's a desire not to react emotionally and give Big 12 leaders the space to evaluate options moving forward. Now, what those options are, who knows?
3: Uh, It's just there's no loyalty. So Oklahoma and Texas are going to join the SEC.
2: Yeah, it is, it yes. is officially official now.
3: That's just yippee for them. Well, uh, it's a, they're destroying a really great sport. So Good for them. Well, we got UConn. <laughs> they suck. Thank God.
2: Well. <laughs> <laughs> At least in football.
3: <laughs> we got a good basketball team. Yeah. Well. What do you got, Matt?
2: All right, so... The remaining part of the Big 12, the Pac-12, and the other and the other Power 5 conferences and UCF have all been traded to the SEC for cash considerations. Just came in before the deadline.
3: <laughs> Holy crap. <Christ. laughs> Is that true? <laughs> no. I'm no, it's, that. Used,
1: it's it's the equivalent of trading for a bag of balls.
3: Remember, I watched Big Brother. <laughs> Not altogether there.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs>
3: you can put anything, me. I. How do you guys feel about the money? The way they're throwing it around? It, it doesn't matter if it's sports or anything. You know, they give you a hundred. They, they'll pay you to stay home from work, and they'll pay you to get a vaccine. I mean, everything is just throwing money at people. I want oh, my $100. Well, listen, a high school oh, kid, well, if, Matt's, if you sign your name on a piece of paper, we'll give you $100. <laughs> For what?
1: Matt's mad because he got it and like a while ago, and he's not going to get any cash.
2: Exactly. I can use that $100. <laughs> what the
1: heck? He's got two kids. I know. Kids. What he's about, about the people who food. got
3: their vaccines? I get nothing? Exactly. It's bogus. Right. Uh, it's insane. I did I my
2: part. I should get my money.
3: You deserve it. I'll send you 100 bucks. <laughs>
2: oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, <What a laughs> you guys, moment. too. You guys should get the money, too.
3: What a well, one guy moment. said the <laughs> other day, he said, I'm holding out $1,500, i will get the shot. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <That's>
3: <laughs> he great. said, Well, I'll become uh, free agents and barter with them. You want me to get the shot? $100 hey. not enough. I want 300
1: Your oh, governor's <laughs> the one that said those on unemployment are free agents. Jeez,
3: yeah. yeah. He's a real. He, he, real gung-ho. I mean, a guy from Badison Cleaners, the owner of it, just left here. They can't hire a soul. They hire absolutely no one. And the people they had to let go won't come back, and they don't have to come back. They're making more money at home, than they. and the, gover- the governor won't do anything about it because he wants all these people to vote for him, you know? So... He doesn't care if the owner doesn't vote for him. He wants the 20 people who work for him. He's paying a lot of money to vote for him. That's crazy stuff. How about Aaron Rodgers? That's my next one. He's got Cobb coming back now, so he's getting his way, you know. And I understand that they should have some input in who comes in because they're superstars. But does it get lost how much money the Packers have paid him and he says they disrespect him? It doesn't, none of this adds up to me anymore. I'm like, just go out and do your job, you know?
1: Oh, by the way, I asked this earlier. Okay, now, Matt, don't take offense to this. Today, the suit's having his birthday. The suit takes his birthday off every year as a holiday. What were, you, what would have happened if you and I went to Dad and Mom and said it's our birthday, we want the day off? Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
3: You got a cake. What's your issue? <laughs> 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 <Nah. laughs> our parents would not have survived in this new world at no. all. No,
1: no, and they'd all. have told us what? Get back out there. Get back oh, work. Oh,
3: not at all. I can't imagine Dad. You know, oh. mom worked in the prison, so she got a little more, you know, saw a whole lot more stuff. Dad was yeah. locked in on his. you know, and he'd have, I don't know. I, I don't know.
1: Do, <laughs> want me, do you want question. me to go to Dairy Queen to get you an ice cream cake? What? What do you want? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's your birthday? <laughs>
1: really? Really? Hey, happy birthday.
3: Right? You know. <laughs> Isn't that enough? i get to yeah. work. Oh my God. <laughs> he would go weeks. He would talk to me. Or he'd be so mad at me. So. <laughs> I, man, I made him mad. Oh. Did he at least give
2: you a nickel for taking out the garbage and all that stuff?
3: No. no. Sheesh. Yeah, I've been working here since I was six, Matt. Oh, nice. I was, wow. I
1: was, 10. I was 10 when I started. I made 35 cents an hour cleaning the bathrooms.
3: Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, we work on a Saturday, give us five bucks. <laughs> You're yeah. like, wow. Thanks, man.
0: Oh. Taking your calls at 800 795 9565. This is The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now, from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones.
1: All right, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street and Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key, Routes 11 and 15, Humbles Wharf, Online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, great new inventory, best in pre-owned inventory, all at Sunbury Motors. 4th Street and Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Key, Routes 11 and 15, humbles Warp Online at sunburymotors.com. And uh, today's show brought to you by our good friends at Brewer's Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and not every day. Six great flavors of slushies and the pickle bar, led by the perils and the dills, indeed second to None. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Interesting times, and because of that, we bring in the great Tim Brando. Welcome, Tim. Great to have you back with us.
4: Thanks, Steve. Good to be with you. Anything going on? Sort of a lazy uh, no. July yeah. day in college football, you think?
1: <laughs> yeah, let me just check my phone for a moment Tim see if I can find something <laughs>
4: <laughs> since I got off the golf course at noon uh I've been um I've been dodging howitzers coming from Twitter uh from 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 the eight leftovers in the big 12 conference that think the sky is falling and I look i I understand their frustration God knows I've certainly been a proponent for the so-called have-nots in, in college football. But I, I just think that emotions are really, really running high. And I, we've, we've never seen anything like this. Uh, in my 40 years of covering college football, we've we've never seen a cease and desist letter from a conference commissioner to a television rights holder go public. And we've not seen the rights holder uh, go public with his uh, – Curt rebuttal to that conference commissioner. I mean, these are these are men that are sitting in boardrooms and agreeing to multi-million dollar deals, going at one another in a very public way. Uh, I guess it's a sign of the times, perhaps uh, the, the so-called edge that uh, our country is living on to some extent, affecting everybody's jobs, including those that fall into that that particular category of leadership. So it is bizarre. Uh, what's happening now um, That all being said uh, You know, I have As you know, been a proponent for unified leadership I've been a proponent Of getting the NCAA decentralized As their, yeah. as their current uh, President now calls it It <laughs> should have been, and in my mind was Years ago uh, When the first Supreme Court ruling came down in 1984 Good, I'm glad they now know They're insignificant You know, yeah. In Indianapolis when it comes to college football Um And I I think that the actions of the Southeastern Conference and its commissioner are progressive, and that's what we need more of. We need leaders to lead. And, uh, yeah, this is going to cause a um, paradigm shift, I think, between now and the time we actually kick off. We'll probably have some other uh, news about realignment. Uh, History would certainly indicate that 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 always happens. Once there is a mega move, there's always a, you know, a checkmate to a check and I suspect that wheels are turning literally at every conference office right now.
1: Well, if you are one of the remaining 8 in the Big 12 and you're looking at the possibility of no matter how it turns out the possibility of losing anywhere to 25 to 30 million a year in media rights after 2025 Right. Would you would you be in a position, Tim, of thinking every man for himself and just start doing working the phones yourself wow. if you're an AD?
4: Well, yeah. Well, it depends. And listen, understand this, okay? They're still making a lot of money for a four year period here. Okay, That's right. they yeah. are. I mean, the Big Twelve teams are paid handsomely. They are, in fact, their deal is worth more than the ACC's, which was a new deal that they agreed to for 12 years with ESPN just solely to get a cable network. You know, they, right. they uh, John Swafford, so badly wanted a, uh, an ACC network and his presidents did that they went, you know, I thought overboard in, in getting that accomplished, um, with the fallout being, they didn't, they, they didn't get the kind of money that they, they really should be getting to compete with the big 10 and the, and the SEC. So, uh, the Big 12 is actually financially doing better than the ACC. Each member institution uh, makes more money uh, now. They don't make as much as Oklahoma and Texas, but that's again that's part, that's been part of the problem with Big 12 for so long. The sellout uh, that's been gone on for, there for such a long period of time. You know, they they allowed those 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 teams, those schools, allowed Texas and Oklahoma to get greater shares, and and the league office was complicit in that regard. And that was a real problem from the jump for the Big 12. The SEC, going all the way back to Roy Kramer, who uh, in 1992 had the first divisional breakup of a conference when he added South Carolina and Arkansas and had the first conference championship game, which was a really big deal at the time, he told everybody, you're all going to get the same cut, okay? Alabama, you're going to make the same money as Vanderbilt, okay? That's just the way it is here. And, uh, you know, the history and tradition of a lot of conferences and also the business decisions of those conferences will almost always impact what happens today. Um, I don't know if you saw it, but I wrote a piece about the history um, of it all. I, I put did. it on my social uh, platforms yesterday, and uh, yep. our friend David J. Halberstam of uh, Sports Broadcast Journal put it on his website, and, and I I handled all of that. Uh, fans don't necessarily have to uh, understand or care about anything other than what's going on in their backyard and their front yard, and I get that. But, you know, from a big snapshot point of view, uh, I really think this is good for college football, that that we are – and if we are headed towards super conferences, uh, Steve, uh, with with unified leadership, uh, that's not going to destroy necessarily the other the other teams that aren't in the super conferences, because we've already seen with regard to the CFP, we're going to go to twelve, and there will be room for six conference, the top six conference champions. Well, there, if there are only four super conferences, that means there'll be two other spots, right? Well, that's two more than right. existed last year, right?
1: Right. <laughs> and that's why that's why I've told people, don't panic. If you stay in your spot, you're going to have a spot available in the playoffs. Exactly.
4: Exactly. And, uh, you know, the thing that's kind of uh, funny to watch just from a media standpoint to me, because uh, my friends at ESPN, and I have a lot of friends there uh, that yeah. are involved in this, uh, <laughs> I do get a kick out of sort of watching how this, this all transpires. Uh, my friend Paul Feinbaum is having to deal with it uh, you know, on a daily basis, and I'm sure it, uh, he's walking on eggshells for all the four hours that he's on. Dennis Dodd wrote a story on CBSSports.com, which, which indicated uh, a couple of days ago that the the league in question that had been working... Uh, in a covert manner with ESPN was the American Athletic Conference. Okay, right. he put that in his in his piece.
1: You're
3: right,
4: right. I mean, he did.
1: Yeah, there's been no it.
4: follow up on it whatsoever. Zero,
1: <laughs> right? Zero. No. Follow I actually
4: up. I actually tweeted Dennis yesterday saying, "Hey Dennis, uh, has there been any substantiation of that uh, uh, of 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 the uh, of the American being the you know, the deep throat in all of this, asking for, I put asking for a friend, you know, yeah. <laughs> because Mike, Mike Oresco is a friend of mine, and I'm sure he's had to go underground, you know, since That's why he's, you're not seeing any comments from him. Uh, but I mean, listen, um, I don't doubt at all that there are some hurt feelings over clandestine meetings and conversations about this. And I'm not sure that uh, Bob Bolsby's done yet, you know. Um, everything else has been pretty public to this point. I suspect that yeah. whatever he's gonna say next will also be public because he's got to fight for his eight his eight schools. Those people are upset. they're pissed. I mean, I'm telling you yeah, yeah. i I got a I've got a twitter full of uh, of hatred over my <laughs> uh, being okay with the Texas Oklahoma. Uh, move, and I am okay with it. I, I really am. I think that uh, this will. This is a seminal moment. It's an inflection point, and I think the bigger picture for college football will be better as a result. Because Steve, you know as well as I do, when when the Supreme Court rules nine to nothing in favor of NIL, yeah. and everybody's coming off last year's COVID losses, all of these schools at every conference has got to be concerned about what more revenue. Right. We got to have more revenue. That's why we have immediately gone to twelve more teams. Uh, Intercollegiate athletics and college football hemorrhaged money last year. So, and now we've got NIL to deal with. And you know, in any new TV deal with respect to the college football playoff, the players are going to get a piece of this pie. So, what the only thing that's been done here by the SEC is they have secured greater revenue for themselves to share a piece of that pie with players. So that's just good leadership in my in my view I mean, it really is, and I suspect that uh, you'll see some other intelligent leaders of of conferences do the same thing
1: all sixty five schools in power five have one thing in common in 2020 they all had eight figure losses yeah, so that okay. so let's yeah. just start with that didn't base matter and then, it didn't matter how yep.
4: big of a program you were if you were a blue yep. blood none of that mattered you lost money,
1: yep, you lost money. Something that I know from a recruiting standpoint, this is going to be important for Texas. I know something that Joe Castiglione, whom you've known forever, Tim, mm-hmm. has uh, has complained about. He's been sick and tired of the 11 o'clock starts because, <laughs> obviously, at noon. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. number one, and yeah. number one of the SEC, you're not going to get rid of noon starts. But what kind of role do you think is that playing in the thought process of athletic directors about being uh, on TV? And the Pac-12 well, had a game start last year at 9.
4: Yeah. Listen, since the beginning of time uh, for Blue Blood or elite programs, start times have always been controversial when it comes to television and those locales. Listen, I, I was at one time in the 90s between my ESPN uh, and CBS stints. I had um, a three-year period, as you know, in in at Turner. And during that time, right. while I was at Turner, I did the syndicated SEC games that aired at eleven thirty Central Time, right, right, uh, on on Jefferson Pilot back in the day. We, you know, sail with the pilot, and Dave Rowe, <laughs> Tim Stater, by the way, yep. was my yep. was my partner on those games. I might have been the only broadcaster from his home state that got booed every time he went into Tiger Stadium <laughs> because the game was be- wasn't being played at night. It okay, good, right. I mean, they were they 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 had to kind of be okay with three thirty because it was on CBS, but but eleven yeah. thirty on a syndicator like Jefferson Pilot. Are you kidding me?
1: Oh man! <laughs> I mean, I.
4: Uh, there, there there was no red carpet treatment for from the kid who, who got his start in Baton Rouge all right i just got an earful of of um you know what between my ears every time i went in there to do it was never can i please just get to a a, a bar somewhere with my wife where i can get away from people but um, but that's just, but that's been true everywhere uh yeah joe joe i think was especially upset because this was the Nebraska game, you know, the 50-year, you know, anniversary right. of, you know, a game yeah. of the century that we all saw when we were kids. And Joe's my age. I get it. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same, why same he was upset. Year. But at the same time, uh, speaking for the company I work for, Big Noon Kickoff became a really big deal for us at Fox. Now, yeah primarily because of the acquisition of the Big Ten, because as you know, your fans there in, in Happy Valley and, and uh, in Columbus, Ohio, they may not be as stoked about noon as uh, they would be a whiteout game in prime time right but their understanding of the circumstances and they know that Fox is a is a good partner and that we're doing everything in our, uh, in our power, to get the most eyeballs to our games. And, you know, ESPN's got a lot more revenue and inventory coming into there from college football than we do. We are a strong competitor, I think, and we're yep. growing our portfolio without question. But for us to get the most eyeballs on Big Ten games, the big moon concept has been outstanding for us. And and uh, utilizing the, that factor from a programming standpoint that the biggest game on fox every saturday is going to be on at noon because the other networks that are carrying games don't have games on in that we get a huge audience and it's been yep. we've improved our ratings tenfold by by doing that but it was i think really designed more because of the big 10 uh, sequence as opposed to you know the big 12 oh, but the, right. the, the irony to this is the one game that Oklahoma did play and does play every year at noon is the game with Texas. And why do they play that game, the Red River rivalry at noon? Because Dallas won't let them play. The, the, the city of like, Dallas exactly. doesn't want those people on the streets at night <laughs> right. for a primetime game. So, right. you know, there's, there's, there's um, refreshing um, – Double standards that can be used by a lot of people in, in intercollegiate athletics. When they can all, if you can blame TV, blame TV. So I don't well, hold, I don't hold, I don't hold, um, I don't hold uh, you know, Joe Castiglione no. uh, in in uh, in peril because of his uh, statements made about it. I sort of understood it, but at the same time, uh, Fox is paying a pretty penny, and you know what? You're taking that money and you're doing something with it we got to do what's in our best interest as well.
1: Exactly right. And, by the way, Jack Ham and I will be on the air at 930 Central Time because Penn State opens at Wisconsin at 11 a.m. at Camp Randall. And it's <laughs> well, the big no. new kickoff game. So thank you very much.
4: And, by the I'll way, that will be a game that everybody yep. will be talking about all day that day. Do you really want to yep. be on opposite – Georgia, Clemson, no. uh, LSU, UCLA? No, right. you don't. No. I mean, why would you want that? <laughs> so what, people and fans and, and sometimes even uh, administrators have to understand that uh, college football is a business. If you want to build those facilities and have this arms race, where's that money coming from? It's yeah. coming from television, all right? Not, not just the turnstiles. The turnstiles do matter. And yep. a lot of times, athletic directors have to do that because their constituency, the fan bases, and you know this because you got a lot of small towns in Pennsylvania, people plan their yeah. their lives around the start time of the game. And if and if you're coming, say, from somewhere near Pittsburgh and you're driving into Happy Valley, yeah, I can get the fact that maybe you don't like an, an occasional noon game. I, I can understand that. So the yeah. AD... Can easily say, "Well, blame TV," and that—that's okay. That's part of it. We all have to understand that.
1: Tim and I always have a great time talking, as we live in that parallel universe. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, my, we do. My. Fr- <laughs> By the way, what did you what did you shoot in the golf course today?
4: You know, uh, uh, a hard fought eighty-two. I almost Ooh, made a
1: hole in one. I'm I fresh out of it.
4: Ooh. Yeah, I, I hit the I hit the stick in the cup. <sighs> Literally hit the stick in the low. it was going right to the lower part of the car. Co- I thought it was going to slam dunk. It hits and oh. it bounces off and uh, goes about uh, a foot and a half away. But oh. I shot 82. But well it was, uh, that's what I normally would shoot. I'm about an eight or I'm about a nine, mm-hmm. eight, nine yeah. handicap, something like that. So, yeah. Uh, so 10 over is okay for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because Jack and I are going out next week. We're going to play. So,
4: hey. Well, please give him my best. Will you? I but will. I, look forward to I will, you I, I wish. I wish I could have seen you in uh, in Madison, but uh, hey, you got Gus. You got the Gus bus and Joel that's fine now.
1: That's fine. But anytime I get to see you, that's that's gold to me. <laughs> so thank you, my friend. It's so great to hear you. Thanks so much for everything.
4: Well, you call me anytime, Steve. You know that. And uh, and give my best to, everything, uh, to everybody there uh, in Happy Valley. I look forward to getting there.
1: You bet, Tim. Thank you so much, my friend. <laughs> Bye-bye. Tim Brando. It is always an absolute blast to talk to him.
2: I actually always. saw that almost hole-in-one. He put that video on his Twitter page, and Did it you? was very, very oh, I- close. I gotta see it. I felt bad for him. I'll, I'll send it to you.
1: I gotta see it. Oh, uh, I can't wait to see it. I'm glad I asked him. All right, we'll come back. Wrap it up in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK
0: patronage
1: hey hope you had a great week i know we did today is the suit's birthday so let's just all celebrate without him (laughs) that's right hey you want to talk about the perfect scenario (laughs) he is 50 years old today or as he told us and really it what i found to be an incredibly encouraging moment 50 down 50 more to go i know that made us that made us all charge out of the staff meeting
2: and he's still here as the trade deadline is passed
1: i don't think we haven't tried (laughs) we offered him and money they said for what i said just take him and the money (laughs) Today's show has been brought to you by Brewer's
0: Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Next week, we have the Purdy Tournament.